Hey y'all, welcome to this open exploration of everything LGBTQIA. It's your host, Shonda D, and your girl, Neck and Nikki Baby. And we will be exploring topics from all perspectives, asking the hard-hitting questions that everyone wants answers to, and saying the things that brown liquor makes slip from the tongue. No host barred. And you know how we be out here having them slipping from the tongue, baby. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Our goal is to start a conversation about the things that go on in our community. So sit back, take, take a, a sip, sip, and enjoy, enjoy this episode. episode. Brown look at y'all. One, let that split. One, let that split. One, let that split. Hey. Girl, have you heard of Serene Candy Wax in Philly? Well, if you haven't, I suggest you go and look that up right now. It's the only 24-hour wax spot in the area. It's so cute. Every wax is named after a different type of candy. For instance, you can choose from the Cotton Candy, Sour Patch, or Twizzler. And while you're there, get into their skincare products, including beer oils for men and edible body oil for whoever you're trying to lick from head to toe. Oh, and did I mention Alicia Candy Gordon, the owner? She's an author too, and her story will blow your mind. You can book your appointment, find her products, and get the book all in one place. www.serenecandywax.com I suggest you log on now. Again, that's www.serenecandywax.com Oh, shoot. (laughs) I did just hit What's up, y'all? We are back with another episode of Brown Liquor. It is the last episode of this season. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. Won't he do it? Won't he do it? Willy won't he? Willy won't he. (laughs) (laughs) It is your girl, Shonda D. And Naked Nikki, baby. And we are here, okay? We made it through the season. If you've been listening, this has been a difficult season, okay? It was not difficult. It got, it didn't get difficult until the end. Because my baby's a fucking brute. I think, I, think, I think what made this season successful was that we had a lot of episodes planned ahead of time. Mm-hmm. So we had a lot of stuff in the archive where... I don't know if y'all noticed, and I tried to make it... To not make it so obvious that sometimes we record the episodes half and half. So we'll have the interview part done and then we come back and do the first part at a later time. Because I'm trying to make this easier for my babe. I really do. No, I'm not trying to blame you. I'm just saying like that's something that we started trying to do to to break it up. So you don't have to, you know what I mean? Because you are... A lot of times waiting on me to get off and all of this other stuff. So, yeah, I try to make it old lady. as short, sweet, and simple for her as I can. So, anyway, <laughs> we're hey, here. My, my brain cut off at 9 o'clock. See, I'm over here taking my clothes off now. <laughs> yeah, God. why did you do this before we hit record? I don't know. I don't know. But now, titties is out. I don't think I've said that in a lot of episodes this season. You haven't. You actually yeah. did not. Titties is out. Ooh, I'm rubbing these big old things. My, my <laughs> fiance though, she a girl. She had her girls out yesterday. Nipple slips and every damn thing. I my keep... nipple did not slip. Girl. Girl. Some dude walked past the store to drooling. I had to tell him, pick his motherfucking mouth up. Pick your oh mouth up. Oh my god. Pick your mouth up. 
Anyway, if you don't know what she's referencing, we celebrated our three-year anniversary yesterday on 4th of July. So, shout out to us. Claps for us. (laughs) Golf clap. Um, So, yes, we made it to three years and we went out. We had a good time. I wanted to get dressed and get sexy for my babe because I told y'all, I be out here looking real ratchet and real regular and real raggedy. On a regular day, she was so good yesterday. I put some heels on. Yes, she did. I missed those. (laughs) I did my makeup, so everything was cool. We had a good anniversary, though. Did you enjoy yourself yesterday? I did. I woke up smiling. She did wake up smiling, and it threw me off. I was like, "What you smiling for?" She woke up like the damn grass. (laughs) What are you doing? Come here. I did not wake up like a grouch. I just, I woke up and I looked over and I saw her like smirking and smiling. I was like, what? What? I was not smirking. I was smiling. I was happy. I was still drunk too. I bet you was. You, we drink a lot of things. A lot of tequila. A lot of things. Um, Anyway, before we get any deeper into the episode, we're going to go ahead and get into this drink of the week. Do you want me to play the music on this one? Like I did on the last one? Hey, babe, go. Shoot. I love it. So, this drink of the week comes from Mrs. Headline, M-R-S-H-E-A-D-L-I-N-E on Instagram. Y'all know I like to give credit to the people that I get the drinks from. And this drink is called the Dirty Shirley. After my mama. This was, <laughs> this was when my mama was in her drinking days before she got saved by the Lord. So, this drink doesn't have any... She didn't give any measurements. I'm just going to give y'all the things that she put into the drink. So, let's go. Looks so good, too. So, in a glass, she put some cherry syrup, some lemonade, some Sprite, some Casamigos, some Grenadine, and some Old Smoky Moonshine Cherries. Mm, And that Sprite, though... That's the new Sprite. Yeah. It's strawberry. It says Legacy Lemonade. Yeah. So she used strawberry puree. I'm sorry. I said cherry puree. A shot of Casamigos. Some Simply Lemonade. Uh, She poured a splash of Sprite over it. Then she did about a fourth of a cup, maybe less of grenadine. And then she scooped out a bunch of the moonshine cherries and put that on top. Along with some of that juice. Now, if you never had that old smoky moonshine, you gonna be head. Be careful. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> yeah, you gonna be. Head. Be very careful, cause them, that fruit sit up in that moonshine for ain't no telling how long. And they say that stuff is really strong. Now, I've never had it myself, but I've heard that it's really strong. They got the pineapples, but I think the pineapples soak in vodka. I think most of it is vodka. Okay. But um I've never had it. Yeah, they say it's very strong, so be careful. And they say Do that it, at home. It sneak up on you. So we're at the end of the season. Y'all know how this goes. We gotta give you our disclaimer. Please do not drink and drive. Drink with people that you know, like and trust. Drink where you are safe. And be careful out here in these streets. Mm-hmm. All right. I agree. Cause y'all know me. I done said it. <laughs> My fiance said that I said it damn near every episode. Every episode. We don't want no accidents. Uh-huh. None. None. You did. But 
Because I want people to be safe. I do a lot of driving. I'm always on the road and I see a lot of shit. Same one today. It was terrible. But you said, don't say it. <laughs> so I'm not going to go there. I'm going to go ahead and I'm going to move on to something else. How was your week, baby? Uh, Besides me, you know what I'm saying, spoiling you a little bit. Yes, our anniversary was amazing. We always do something just to celebrate us. I mean, literally from our first date till up until now, our very first actual date was on the 4th of July. Um, it's not our actual anniversary, but it's basically what we celebrate as our anniversary because why not? It's the 4th of July. It's one of the biggest holidays. Mm-hmm. So might as well. Um, it was cool. Like we chilled. Baby made me a, a big, beautiful breakfast. She know I mm-hmm. like food. She know I like to eat. And my baby fed me. And we had some mimosas and champagne in the morning. And then we were going to go get my nails and toes done. But what had happened nothing was... Open. Nothing was open. Nothing open. We, we thought the Chinese people was going to be out there. We sure thought they was going to be out there. I was like, what they got to be... Them motherfuckers was, 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 was getting some hot dogs and hamburgers. They said, bitch, we closed too. You, closed. You free, <laughs> I'm free, bitch. We're right. closed. <laughs> we drove to three different nail shops and we didn't find one that was open. So we just ended up coming back home. We got some Chick-fil-A for lunch. We came back. We had some... Mm-hmm. We had some... <laughs> Uh huh. Ooh, na na na. Took a niz nap. I never take naps. Bitch, I was sleep. Knocked out. <laughs> and then yeah, babe took a nap, and I stayed up. And then it was time to go to dinner. We ended up in the club, y'all. Like y'all know, we are not clubbers, but we did. We ended up in the club. It was it 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 is a club, but it was more like a lounge. Like it wasn't it a was club a night. Yeah, it was just like a little chill. You we know. was playing Uno. Yeah, we was in there playing Uno. I know, right? At the club. Yes, it was. It's black owned. So Seventh and Grove, though, it is like it's it's a whole vibe. Yeah, there was people that was over in the country. We had first of all, we had some music. Mm-hmm. They had seven dollar margaritas. Um, there was tables that had you know what I'm saying games and stuff. It must have been game night. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because they do have different themes. Mm-hmm. I love Seven from Grove. I feel like they always have different things that's going on. It's always fun and exciting. If you're ever down in the Tampa area, hit us up. We will definitely introduce you to Seven from Grove because it is. It's definitely a good time. And if you want to work out, I can always get you hooked up with a free boxing class. Here <laughs> you go. <laughs> right? Bitch, I'm out here looking right. Y'all can't see me, but I'm hunting it out right now. Oh, God. Anyway. Titties out. Um, so, yes, our anniversary was... It was great. It was It was great. It was great. I love you. I felt like we needed the intimacy. I felt like we needed the, like, alone time. I absolutely didn't do anything y'all, but love on my woman. Y'all. You know what I'm saying? Because she did not do nothing. Yeah. Nothing. I was shocked and surprised. Right. I could not believe it. She didn't do no work. I tried. I she tried didn't the open box. the computer. She didn't. She probably did some stuff on her phone. She probably did. Nope. I didn't. I didn't. I did not. The only thing that I tried to do was do a workout. I did try to go to boxing class, but... When I looked at it and it said there was no class, I was like, this is God telling me, bitch, rest your body. Mm -hmm. Yes, don't do nothing. Sit down, Nikki. Mm -hmm. And that's what I did. Yep. And I appreciated that because that's one of my main gripes about having a woman who is an entrepreneur and who has so many different things. 
going on that she can always find some work to do, an email to respond to, a text to respond to, a, a contract to send, a, the, something to something, look at, something, something to look at, right. a cover to approve, a edit to approve, like it's always something. So. I was just appreciative to have her undivided attention. We had some amazing conversations yesterday. Right. Um, conversations just about growing our relationship and, you know, where we're going from here and how we're going to elevate. And and it was, I enjoyed myself. It was great. I did. I enjoyed it was myself great. too. I do. I love you. You're my girl. Yeah. I love you too. Mm. That was the fist pump, y'all. So... Before we get into the review of this season, do you want to talk about your question? Um, yes, yes, I do. I do. First of first I wanna say this though. My week Oh yeah, tell us about your week. My week we're only in like a couple of days, you know what I'm saying? What what is this, Wednesday? Yeah. But all in all my week was good. We got the day off. But today, this evening, I'm uh, I'm in my pharmacy and I'm cleaning up and older lady who bought like all the books. I think she didn't buy one, which was maybe like uh, one of the Mrs. and Mrs. Toxins. I want to say that it was the uh, little erotica book, but every uh, all the rest of them though she bought. Mm-hmm. Anywho, she rolls up on me today like, girl, I opened up. I finally opened up your book, Twist of Fate. Mm-hmm. She said, I could not put it down. Like, I was almost late for work, Nikki. She said, man, like, you wrote you wrote the H-E double hockey section of older white lady. You know what I'm saying? So, she's sitting there. She blinking at me. I said, it was a white lady? Yeah, Miss Judy. Like, yes. And it's crazy because um, the young lady is uh, the mother of my HR mm-hmm, lady. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So... I'm like, I wonder if, you know what I'm saying, HR or Miss S. I'm going to just say Miss S. I don't already put her mama out there. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder if she knows, because I didn't show Miss S any of the books. Mm-hmm. But I'm pretty sure, though, that her mom is going to let her know. But when I was in there one day and I was uh, describing the books, she was hanging on to every word like, oh, bring them to me. Let me see. I want to see all of them. So it did. It made me feel good today because mm-hmm. I was like I was moving slow, but that kind of like picked up my mm-hmm. my my pace. She was like, "Girl," she was like, "For real, like I could not, I can't, like I can't put it down." That's she said up. that book is fire. It is, man. Like uh, that's gonna be that's gonna be the money maker. I always said it, and I feel like I I put so much energy. There's just so much emotion. Emotion fueled that book. That's why I feel like it's the golden ticket. That's why when I had said to you yesterday that um, I'm not going to write any more books. Like after we finish the Mrs. and Mrs. Toxic series, I'm really going to focus on the next step. You know, Tubi is out here busting movies out left and right. Mm-hmm. Twist of Fate is just as good as it as any of the stuff that I'm actually watching on TV. Like I need to get something out there and uh i don't i want to i, I want to say that maybe if it was olivia that put the um the kiki palmer up there i tagged you in it like yes in our group oh yeah yeah, yeah. you know what i mean when she said like yo like you gotta do it you know what i mean like black people we out here we sitting on shit and we're not putting it out like yes even if i have to sit out here and i have to read something and me and you go back and forth mm-hmm. and we throw uh, like a little dialogue on youtube you got to put it out there you know what i'm saying that's what she was saying you got to put it out there so i really want to focus 
on my two main biggest novels where there was a lot of emotion. They were written in prison. I want to focus on those and really get something popping out there on YouTube, web series, something to where we can generate an audience, where we can, you know, try to get that thing on one of these independent platforms out here. Mm-hmm. I really do because they are really, really, really good stories. Yeah, I told you when I first read the book myself, like, I was like, have you ever thought about making this a series? Because the book is so detailed and vivid, you can see the things happening as you're reading it. So it's just like, you see this as a movie, you see it as a series, you see it as a episode, you just see it, you can visualize it like it's so detailed and vivid, like I said. So, I mean, I'm with you. I'm with you. I've been, I've been since been been telling you like to do it to do it i I bought you the book to help write uh, figure out how to write a script so we can you know what i'm saying submit it to some people because the way that the book is written like i said because it is so detailed all it'll take is a good a, a, a good thought out script and somebody will be like oh shit like yeah we gotta Put this on something, right? So (laughs) I feel like somebody would really reach out and would want to help and would mm -hmm. want to invest because it is. It's an excellent book, excellent book, and I wanted it to be the best. I wanted it to be the nastiest. I wanted uh, wanted it to be the grittiest that you've ever read because I was sitting behind bars and I was reading all the hood books. So I'm like, how am I going to make my shit stand out? And when I say Twist of Fate was like. 600 pages mm-hmm. you know what I mean like I had to ended up breaking it up into a part one and part two the very first book is like a dictionary mm-hmm. it's intimidating but once you pick it up it flows so sweet mm-hmm. like and the lady realize- said I can't put the book down right. I can't put it down and you look up honey a three four days that went past you done almost got wrote up out your job you was a little bit late and you looking at me blinking like damn Nikki I want to hug you I get that all the time. It's coming. <laughs> I'm, it's coming. Miss Judy, definitely, I'm telling you, before the end of her reading experience, she's going to be like, girl, let me hug you. <laughs> girl, I'm telling you, I get it all the time, all the time. So my week was sweet. Like we said, I got to spend it with you. We had some very interesting conversation. Our vibes is always good. I'm definitely in love with you. Give him a kiss. Mm-hmm. And... I guess we'll be right back, y'all, after these messages that my babe is getting ready to deliver. (laughs) (laughs) And we're going to kick this motherfucking review episode off. So, before we go into break, I do want to say, because we're ending this season, um, I do want some new sponsors for next season. So, if you have a Black-owned business... And you are a part of the community in any kind of way, whether you're an ally, whether you're asexual, whether you are bisexual, trisexual, like, I don't care. <laughs> Whatever part of the, uh, the rainbow that you identify with, if you have a Black-owned business and you want um, to be a sponsor of the podcast, hit us up. We can send you our commercial pricing. Y'all hear the commercials that I do. Um, we primarily focus on black owned businesses, as you can mm-hmm. see, you know what I mean, with the commercials. And that's what I want to do, because it takes so much for us to even get to these places. So 
I want to be able to shine a spotlight on black owned LGBTQ plus businesses. So if you have a business, whatever kind of business it is, whether it's service based or whether it's doing hair, um, hit us up brownlicker at gmail.com and I can send you our commercial pricing and we can find out how you want to do it and we can get you a, a commercial spot on the podcast yeah because our listens is going up we're almost at three thousand, y'all and yeah. we're only we're not even two years old yet we'll be two years old next month um so we growing All we just we just want you to be able to grow with us mm. so right it's on you um also please remember to share this episode share these episodes with your friends your family members whomever can benefit from the information uh, that we share and make sure you subscribe to the podcast and rate and review us by you rating and reviewing our podcast it makes us more visible to other people that listen to these type of podcasts so um please rate and review us and share your your true feelings if it's an episode that you didn't that you didn't like or if it's something that you didn't like like we want to know so we can make it better for y'all so please uh like i said subscribe rate and review us um share the episode with as many people as you can Mm -hmm. all right please do and we'll be right back after these messages like the 90s oh we'll be right back after these messages that was funny go to break all right y'all we'll be back are you looking for a brand that defines the hustler deep down inside you a brand that motivates and inspires you to keep going at all costs we all get a little discouraged when it comes to this entrepreneur lifestyle but no worries i got you sis black prodigy hustle where every hustler finds their inspiration Visit their website at blackprodigyhustle.com to purchase their merch. Learn more about the Women Air Scholarship Fund and follow them on Instagram at blackprodigyhustle. Again, blackprodigyhustle.com and follow them on Instagram at blackprodigyhustle. And we're back. All right, you guys, we are back. And Nikki Nikki has a little bit of something she wants to discuss before we get into the review of season six. So go ahead, baby. All right, first and foremost, though, once again, I want to say that I love you. Um, I don't know if I love the the accent. What what happened to the realness? The what real accent? I you think put I... on you put on the accent when 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 I hit the button. <laughs> it's like the white lady from work comes out. <laughs> I'm gonna need you to stop it. My customer service voice. Customer service voice. All goddamn. Bad. I'm sorry. I just need you to curse just one time. Just say. I've been it. cursing. I've been just, cursing all. Just since. say, shut the hell up, babe. But let me do what I do. All right, babe. Shut the hell up now. Let me do what I do. You just go ahead. Get on. You gotta now. say, let me do what I do. Let me do what I do. All right. With, with, yeah. All right. Now, with that being said, <laughs> <laughs> babe brought a question into our group. She said, and then you know she. She she spells sentences. Well, you didn't spell it wrong. You just put an S on it. But anywho, if you're you part know how of, that goes when you type it, you got big thumbs, bitch. The, right. the S and the D. But no, somebody somebody like kind of like went in on you. I was getting ready to go in on that hoe, but I didn't want them to kick my whole post out of their group. Like so the S and the D is right there. You you know I got big fingers, so I know. yeah. Like don't I, I come know. for me. I'm not coming for you. They was trying I, to come yeah. For I'm talking about. Who yeah. whomever it, it, it was a whomst. Yeah. Ever, yeah. Don't be, Anywho. 
Anywho. Right. Okay, so the uh, the question was, if your partner got sentenced to five years or more in prison, are you staying to hold them down? Now, Matthew, I've already done. I did five years. I've been in this situation. So what made you post this, this question? I actually got it from the Breakfast Club. Um, yeah, um, I was listening to one of the episodes last week and somebody called up there and was asking, uh, like how long would you stay? Somebody got sentenced to like 10 or 15 years in prison or whatever. And his wife or fiance or whatever basically told him like, I like, I'm not, I'm not waiting on you. When you get out, like, I'm not waiting on you while you in there. So, like, it is what it is. It is what it is. Like, you knew what you was doing. But that was their argument. Like, she knew what he was doing to get in there. Exactly. And she benefited her lifestyle off of what he was doing. He was doing. So, it was like, why wouldn't you hold him down? And they were kind of saying, like, that's pretty foul. Blah, blah, blah. And then, of course, they opened up the phone lines and people started calling in and telling their story. So I was just like, hmm. I mean, considering I did, I, I of course, we've been together for three years now. Mm-hmm. I know you did time. Um, but I never dated anybody that went to prison while we were together. Um, I know plenty of people that do. I know plenty of people that have, you know, held it down. And I know plenty of people that didn't left. You know what I mean? So I was just like, let me just, you know, ask this question in the group. Because like we always say, lesbian relationships are different. But I still wanted to get a perspective on it because I just wanted to see what would people really do. Okay. Now, for me, going in, knowing that I had to do five years, the young lady that I was dating, no, like, uh. I didn't want her to stop living her life, but I just wanted her to, to be there. Like, yeah. just be there. Just hold just me support. down. Yeah, just support. Like, I know, like, I'm going to be gone for five years. Like, I know you're going to fuck with somebody else. You know what I'm saying? you probably going to talk to somebody else. You're going to live your life. I just need you to just, while you living your life, hold me down. Make if sure I, I got call, some. answer the phone. Right. Make sure I got some money I only on get, my books. Right. I only get 15 minutes. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, can I get the 15 minutes? That was basically where I was coming from. But no, 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 no. Oh, girl, she could not do that. Mm. And, and, and a lot of people, they can't. And it's crazy, though, because, bitch, like, you was with me. You reaped the benefits of everything that I was out there mm-hmm. in them streets doing. Like, you and your children did. You know what I'm saying? Like, I took care of all of us. So why wouldn't you? Just as a friend, like, right. all right. You know what I'm saying? I bet she did. She held me down when we was out here. I'm going to make sure that she all right until she get home. If, you know what I'm saying, we find our way back to each other, we do. She gave me the green light to don't, you know what I'm saying, don't, uh, do not live, you know, what the hell am I I'm trying to say? I'm what? mixing up my words. It's like I'm trying to say it, but I'm just talking too fast. I'm sorry, y'all. Sometimes I get excited. Uh, as far as living her life, you know what I mean? Like, I gave her permission not to stop living her life. Mm-hmm. That's what I was saying. So, you know, nothing 
you know, she's not doing anything wrong. Right. You know it mean? wouldn't be cheating. It wouldn't be cheating or right. nothing like that. And if we were to find our way back to each other, then that's what it would be. But it was nothing like that. And I felt just because I did hold it down, like you owed me that. You know just what I'm saying? off of GP. Just off of GP. You yeah. know what I mean? And a lot of people don't think like that. Babe, like, it, if it was you... First of all, we love each other. So whatever you into, I'm going to know off top. Mm-hmm. So if I wasn't doing anything illegal and you wasn't doing anything illegal, we're first of all, we're going to know. Mm-hmm. So we're either going to support it or doubt, or we're not going to support it. Uh, but at the end of the day, we ain't going nowhere. Right. So if it was me, for one, I, I, I already told you, if I knew you during your drug dealing days, nigga, we would be sick right now I mean okay. I hear you I, I, I hear you <laughs> but hold on though let me finish if we was to, if we was to do a scam today you're not that type of person yeah. it yeah. would more than likely be me with my jailbird ass like oh babe <laughs> like, let's just go ahead and try to run this through don't say that babe you've grown I have grown but you know sometimes I be sliding back Oh, did y'all hear that? Oh, my God. I do. I'll be sliding with back. With feet on the podcast. <laughs> um, if, if I was to do something and I was to get locked up, no doubt in my mind that you would not make sure that I was okay. If I was in the right, wrong, or indifferent, mm-hmm. I know that you would make sure that I was okay. Even if you didn't rock with me, like, yeah, like, you, bitch... You did what you did. I told you don't do it, Nikki, because you are your yep. good girl. I'm I told dumb. you yep. don't do it, but you did it anyway. So now your ass is in there and you can't get nookie <laughs> the way that you want to. You can't smell my coochie. That's that's number one. That's your first fucking punishment. Second, now I ain't going to send you no money for probably about two months because, for real, I'm going to spank you because you didn't do nothing. But, bitch, after two two months, I'll be up there to see you. Bye. Bye, Nikki. No. No. Don't. No. Bye. See, and then in two months, it's crazy we'll cool how again. she just tried to do me, but I did it correctly. Yeah. I really did. I, I give you a little props. That's yeah, because you would be mad at me. I, I would, would definitely give it like, be mad at you, and I'm locked up too. So I would, I would give it like two months. You probably really wouldn't fuck with me like I'm mad at that bitch. Ooh, ooh, just done. Ooh, <laughs> yeah, like, how did you get through it? Ooh, yeah, you know what I'm saying. <laughs> And then it would go on. But uh, the people that's out here, baby, and vice versa, baby, if you did anything, because anything could happen. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? You could be framed for some shit. or Right. Um, we could have just possibly had a situation last night. Right. Like any, <laughs> and, and that's real shit. Like anything could happen to where the tables uh-huh. could turn. So, no, like I would not. I would not leave my partner. And I know it, it's, it's under the circumstances, but I just feel like at the end of the day, depending on what it is you did, if you benefited or didn't benefit, or if it was just, you know what I'm saying, some bad luck type of situation. Mm-hmm. Shit, if you with that person and you love that person, goddamn. Yeah. All right. Now, you, I, I, I may not. If you got sentenced to five to ten years, I feel like five years ain't that bad. You may slip up a couple of times. Like, who I'm about to I'm going to fall on something, but... I feel like if you are married and they allow conjugal visits, then sex shouldn't be an issue. 
Like you should be able to go down and do what you do for the little hour, whatever, whatever. You might want a little bit more intimacy or whatever because your time is limited. Right. But it shouldn't be as much of an issue. I feel like you should be able to, you know what I'm saying, deal with that and be good. But if it if if you're not married and you don't have no kind of way to have no conjugal visit, I feel like it would be unrealistic to think that your partner is not going to sleep with somebody else. And shit, especially if you if you got more than a year, right? And you have to remember though too, you got your partner locked up. Just because your partner locked up, don't mean he ain't he or motherfucking she ain't in there. Ain't in there doing something. That's what one of the girls that called the Breakfast Club said. She was like, "Look, I'm gonna be realistic." She was like, "After she was like, I was a CEO." She was like, after I give them about a good year, she was mm-hmm. like, but after that, they be wanting to try some stuff. And she was like, the um, the jails will pay people that want to that that are in transition, that are transitioning from male to female, like they'll pay for their surgeries. So they was like, she was like, a lot of times, like they, especially when they get them surgeries, then the men really be like. Yo. Yeah, like let me see what's up. Because mm-hmm. now, right? You know what I'm saying? So it is what it is, but I do feel like the support issue, you know what I'm saying, is I feel like that that's, that's like warranted. Like that's something simple that you can, that's the least you can do. Mm-hmm. Is answer the phone for the fifteen minutes. Mm-hmm. Pay for the pay for the little phone calls. Make sure they got some money on their books, even if you can't afford that much. If it's twenty dollars, right? Like I that feel twenty dollars like, goes a long way. Like I'm not even going front, like for real. Yeah, especially get, if, so. like you said, if you benefited from the lifestyle of whatever that person was doing, like mm-hmm. you should definitely look out. Just look out, like be a decent human. Mm-hmm. That's it. Cause it is. It's hard. It is. It's definitely hard. And. It's hard for people that's out in the in the world living their life. Sometimes it is like it's hard to, you know, answer the phone or to be there or to do some visits or to write some letters. Because I've been on both ends of the spectrum. So I feel like uh I feel like it all depends on how you care about that person mm-hmm. when they go in. If you if you love that person, you're gonna make sure they are right. Now when you first go in, the letters be popping. They be every once a week. As time goes on, it slows up to like twice. You know what I'm saying? Twice a month, maybe mm-hmm. three times a month. You get some money once a month. You know what I'm saying? And phone calls, though, be important. People will pick up the phone. Girl, what you doing? This is what we doing out here. You smell the ribs? Nope. <laughs> <laughs> My sister was so rude, but I love her to death. She used to always send me pictures of food. Oh, look at this macaroni and cheese that I made, sister. Everybody on the block would be in their mouth drooling. Like, why the fuck should be sending y'all these pictures of food? <laughs> I'm like, yo, she's disrespectful, but I love it, though. Thank you, sis. Love right, you. Right. It just makes you, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, I'm going back. Uh, then I'm going to make it back into society. But I was looking online, and a lot of people said, nope, I'm not going to wait around. Shouldn't have broken the law. I was like, damn. Um, another person said, no, I'm not sitting, so I will move on with my life. The relationship was over the minute she decided to do the dumb shit. Wait. Then she said, wait, there may be one person in her past that she may hold down, but anybody else? No. Uh, my girl, uh, this, she is married. She said, my wife is my wife, regardless of the situations. Boom. 
Right. Boom. Right. Period, point blank. But she is married, though. Someone else said it depends on the situation. Uh, we did have another person come through and say, for my wife, absolutely, 100%. And then there was a lot of nopes. Yeah, as you scrolling, I see just the yeah, nose. Yeah, I said nothing about incarceration and the vows. No. Oh, wow. Mm-hmm. Sometimes in life we go through some tough times, but we should try and hold on. If you're looking for a way to reconcile and improve your marriage or relationship and make... Oh. That was definitely an ad. <laughs> scratched out one yeah like they was trying to promote some shit they got me real quick i was like oh wait a minute what yeah i don't even know how they even creeped in but they do they be creeping in that's probably a robot but anywho 90 percent of the people that came across the post said no they would not hold their mate down i hope that all of their fucking women are looking at these posters right now because like i said anything could happen right sometimes you do have bad judgment in you know, anything could happen, man. Alcohol uh, could have played a part. Could have got a DUI went in. Could have involuntary manslaughter accidentally hit somebody. You know what right. I mean? Being 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 uh, uh, intoxicated. Um, and it could have been some shit that you sparked. Bitch, I could have been mad at your ass and went out to the bar and had 10 drinks. No, you didn't tell me to get behind the wheel. But still. Right. Things happen. Things happen. And that's what that's just basically the main thing that I'm trying to express. Uh, I knew what I was doing when I was out there in them streets. The person that I was riding with, um, Lord, it was a lesson that I had to learn. And it was a hard one that I had to go through. Uh, because she didn't. She didn't pick up the phone. Not, I want to say maybe one time mm-hmm. in four years. Mm. One time. Wow. One time, bitch. One yeah. time. Yeah. Yeah. Never came to see me. Not one time. Didn't put a dime on my books. Nothing. That would that would break my heart. Yo. That's why Twist of Fate is so ill. Like, I literally took all of my emotions, everything that I was feeling, man, and I put it in that book. Like, yeah, like, that was rough. And, yeah, like, when we when, when we parted, we weren't on the best of terms. But, like, at the end of the day, and I put that shit out there. If she don't like it, bitch, you can hit me. Like, yeah, like, I took care of you, I took care of your kids, I took care of me, and I took care of mine. You know what I'm saying? I took care of all of us because I loved I, I loved her, all of us. Like, I mm-hmm. loved me, I loved mm-hmm. my, my son, but I loved her, too. And I loved her kids, despite what we were going through. Mm-hmm. Like, I loved us, you know what I mean? And even when we was beefing, I still made sure that she was good. I still made sure she was good. I seen that bitch on the street after being locked up for four years. That hoe gave me $50, sold all my shit, gave my shit away. To the motherfuckers that she was talking to and shit. Yeah. Like, mm. bitch, you was ill with it. Ill yeah. with it. Ill with it. And at the end of the day, like, if, if she was to see me or see my son on the street, like, she don't even speak. Like, she hides. That's because you know that you're wrong. Right. The only reason why you said something to me that day is because I bumped right into you face to face. If you would have caught me across the street, she probably would have ran. Like, you mm-hmm. didn't want to see me. Like, you didn't want to talk to me because you knew you was wrong. Right. You know what I mean? And at the end of the day, that's the least you could have did was picked up the phone. The least you could have did. Then talked crazy. But anywho, we ain't going to go back because that's like what? <laughs> I mean, I did already go back, but fuck her. (laughs) 
At the end of the day, just like the situation that we almost could have had last night, like I said, right. vengeance is not yours to give. That's right. between them and the per- the God they serve, the higher mm-hmm. power that they answer to. You know what I mean? You never know what she had to go through as a result of what she did to you. I do know, and I'm not even going to, you know what I'm saying? That was something that I'm not, that, yeah, that I wouldn't touch with, but... You know what I'm saying? I wish you the best of luck, baby girl. And you know what? I still got mad love for you. And I do. I hope everything works out in your favor. In all of your endeavors and everything that it is that you do. Still fuck you, though. You know what I'm saying? Still fuck you. (laughs) But I have the right to say that, though. But I do wish you well. (laughs) All right. So, now, with that being said. We're going to move on to the review. We're going to move on to the review of this this season. Now, if you want to join in on these type of conversations, these type of debates, these type of, you know, I was going to say disagreements, but not all of them are disagreements because we be having amicable conversation. Um, Please join our group, Brown Liquor Lesbian Conversations on Facebook. You can follow us on our socials, Brown Liquor on everything, Uh, TikTok, Instagram, uh what else and like i said facebook brown liquor lesbian conversations and if you have any questions and you want to ask your questions anonymously you can send us email brownlicker at gmail.com or you can post it in the group anonymously as well and you can actually hide your email yep yeah you definitely Mm -hmm. can so we because we ain't trying to expose you if you don't want to be exposed Mm -hmm. don't save her you don't, don't want to be safe. Don't, don't know nothing about that. Bad. <laughs> oh my goodness. We ain't trying to expose you if you ain't trying to be exposed, okay? But we right. want to be able to help you if you come to us for help. If you if you reach out to us as a resource. So, mm-hmm. with that being said, we're going to get into season six. We're six seasons in. We're almost at 100 episodes. I cannot believe that. This has been going so fast and it's just been, we've had our hiccups. We have, I'm not going to lie. We've had our hiccups, but, and we got more vulnerable about that in this season. Um, mm-hmm. But at the end of the day, we get it done mm-hmm. and it, it's showing in our numbers. Um, so the first episode of this season was Diva is the female version of a hustler. Um, if you're familiar with that Beyonce song, of course, I used the 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 tagline from the song Diva. Mm-hmm. Uh, we interviewed D from uh, Black Prodigy Hustle. That was one of my favorite episodes coming right up off the bat. Right. Off, off the uh, off the cruise ship and me wearing her apparel. And I got a lot of compliments on it, too. I was wearing my black and white. Boom. I was looking mm-hmm. real good. She came out and she, she spit that shit. So, uh, this episode was the first episode of season six. We were just coming back from off of our month break. If you are an avid listener of Brown Liquor, you know that we take a month break in between every season just so we can refresh. We can recharge. Uh, we still have... I still have mainly me, a normal, regular, everyday life. I still work a nine to five job. So we take that month off to like sit in our creativity and see how we are going to come back bigger and better for the podcast. Mm -hmm. We had just um, did our first meet and greet. Mm-hmm. Our cruise to the Bahamas um, that went so well. We, you know, it was so lit. Yeah, we, we had an fun. amazing time. We did. We, uh, on the cruise, we socialized with the Army sorority. It was 
I should have wrote it down. I don't know why I didn't. But it was an army sorority of like, so if you've ever served in any type of military, army, air force, navy, any of those branches, um, it was a female sorority. Mm -hmm. Um, They were really nice. We had no issues with them, but it was like 400 of them on our cruise. Yes, there were. So There was a lot of them, and we did. We definitely had a chance to network, and I'm going to have to reach out to them uh, once again. Um, one of the founders is actually a lesbian. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, in the service, sometimes it, it's hard. It's hard for people to come out being in the service because it is like it's frowned upon. I don't know where they're at now in this day and age, but y'all guys know, you know, being in the service, it, it's hard. I've, I've known a couple of people that's been in the service female-wise that, honey, tooth and nail, we knew that you was gay, and they would not admit it. Like, no, honey, I got a whole husband. I got a whole motherfucking boyfriend. That you is gay. I just said you mouth watering out the coochie. Mm. <laughs> My mouth was watering. <laughs> but anywho, I don't want to. I don't want to get off topic. It was. It was a very good. It was a very good time. I was trying to look it up, babe. I'm sorry. I you're can't good. You're what good. Name, what the name of uh, of it was? But yes, it was. It was definitely a good time. So if you are in our group or if you follow us on our socials, you'll see. The merchandise that we purchased from Black Prodigy Hustle. Uh, Babe shirt says, I am the hustle. My Mm -hmm. shirt says, whole lot of God, whole lot of hustle. And the conversation with Dee was just, it was just an amazing conversation. It was a great conversation. It was her first podcast interview, but she did so well. You cannot tell that it was her first time being interviewed about her business because Sis was ready with the answers. Mm-hmm. Um, we asked her who would be uh, some dream people that she would want who on her wish list to wear her brand or support her brand. The three people she picked was Jay-Z, Steph Curry, and Drake. Mm-hmm. And those are e- excellent picks. Um, we talked about the Women There Nonprofit Scholarship Fund, which is a nonprofit that she's trying to do to help inspire young girls to be their authentic selves, uh, to be their authentic selves, to learn the vital role we play as women. And it's about confidence building um, and all that good stuff. So mm-hmm. definitely check out BlackProdigyHustle.com. You can go back to uh, the show notes for that episode and you'll see all the information about her scholarship fund and you can buy a t-shirt, you can buy some socks, you can buy a hat, you can buy a hoodie. She got so much stuff um, and I love it. I love her brand. I do too. I love her brand. We're going to have to go back on there. Yeah, we're going to have to buy some, some matching Buy shirts. some other stuff. Yeah. Um, second episode of this season was Because I'm a Flirt. Now we all know. The R. Kelly song that we do not sing anymore. I'm a flirt. Why we don't sing that no more? Because we don't support no R. Kelly around here. You really? see what he did to the girls on Surviving R. Kelly. I mean, but I still like I'm a flirt. Oh, anyway, that was before we knew Jesus. We were right. well, it did don't. Anyway. You see, I was trying to whisper it out. The man, girl. <laughs> So, in this episode, we talked about uh, around that time, we had just got our juicer. Mm -hmm. It was the start of One Green A Day for May. If you don't know what One Green A Day for May is, please go back and listen to that episode. I give you all the details there. Um, It was also Cinco de Mayo. It was. 
So I'm and sure we was, we was drunk. We was drunk, yep. Yeah. If you listen and we slurring a little bit, please. <laughs> please. Don't please. mind us. Right. Blame the tequila, don't blame us, okay? Give us some grace. Right, please. Uh, but the topic of this episode was centered around the question, when does flirting become too much? And we basically talked about like how knowing the limits of your relationship, like mm-hmm. you have to have those conversations with your partner so that you know the limits before you get into a committed relationship and before a situation arises. I know in the episode you asked me, is a kiss too much? And I was like, yeah, no, we don't do that. We don't, It shouldn't be nothing physical. Like, I'm cool with you talking to somebody, having a conversation. I have to be okay with that because you are a public figure in a sense. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, you're an author. We're always out selling books and doing events. And we're both trying to be, you know, on platforms where we're seen a lot. You know what I mean? Like, people want to be able to reach out and touch us. Mm-hmm. And... I feel like that just comes with the territory, but I'm okay with you dancing with somebody and you know what I mean? Like whatever, all that good little stuff, like that's fine. But when it comes to like kissing and sex and touching, like if that's the case, we might as well have an open relationship. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. You ain't fucking nobody else. Yeah. No, we not doing that. Um, also we touched on like when you're flirting with someone, be aware and be, you know, uh, Keep at the top of your mind what's your intention. If you are single, then your intention can be whatever. If you're in a relationship, if it's just to uh, network, if that's your intention, keep that as your at the top of mind of your intention. If it's to, you know what I'm saying, make some type of connection business-wise, where you, whether you're trying to grow your business or if it's us talking to somebody about them coming on the mm-hmm. podcast, like be vigilant of what your intention is because... It could come across to some people the wrong way, mm-hmm. depending on depending now. on your setting and all all other type of factors. Like right. just you know what I'm saying. Like, but ultimately, have the conversation with your partner about what the limitations are as far as flirting, and what's acceptable and what is not. Because you don't want it to be a situation where you've been to did some shit and now it's too late. So. And now um, you got the I eat ass face. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, the third episode of this season is All or Nothing. In this episode, we talked about the 80-20 rule. Okay. Now, I made this a point of the notes because if you listened to last week's episode, then you'll know why I'm saying this. In this episode, Nikki promises to be a better host <laughs> and have a better mindset when it comes to the podcast. Um, fast forward to we go. last week's episode, and you know what happened. What happened? If you listen to the episode, you gotta go back and listen. No, I'm just I'm. Uh, I got you. I got you. Mm-hmm. But what she she just throwing me under the bus. But I'm not throwing you under the bus. She she did some stuff too. I'm so just reminding to you. I'm just, just reminding you of mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying. The conversations that we had. There were some conversations in there where where you was um yeah. Uh huh. Right. So um, y'all gotta listen though. I ain't gonna put it out there. Y'all gotta go and listen. So in this episode, we talked about the eighty twenty rule and basically how it didn't even really become a thing at the forefront until Tyler Perry put it in the movie. Right. Um, Why did I get married? In the episode, I tell my eighty twenty rule story, where basically I had everything that 
I wanted in a partner and I was still going back to get that 20%. You got to listen to find mm-hmm. out more about that. Um, we talked about showing up fully and tapping into the signs of when your partner needs more from you and when you need to fall back. Mm-hmm. And then, y'all, if you if you listen to this episode, I'm not going to lie. I got a little tipsy and I started getting a little preachy. Okay? I, it happens. We drink tequila over here. Shit goes fast. <laughs> and we take shots. And if you see these little shot glasses, I might have to post the shot glasses so people can see. This is not your average shot glass no, size. It's a big shot. So, yeah. Um, so, yeah. I got a little preachy. But I was trying to make a point that you can't have an expectation for something or for someone if they don't know what it is that, that you need. So, again, it goes back to communication and having those conversations with your partner. So, uh, episode four of this season, hot wax and champagne. Goddamn. <laughs> oh, that, I should have, we should have did that yesterday. <laughs> this episode was about kinks and kink shaming. Um... The question of the of the episode was, are there any kinks that you're into, but ashamed to admit? So we got a lot of feedback from people in our group, but they had like the regular, I'm not going to say regular or basic kinks, but it wasn't nothing that anybody would be ashamed of admitting. Um, I think what I was trying to get around to was, like the misconceptions around male straight men kinks Mm -hmm. like for instance if you're a straight man and you like to get your booty licked or you like a finger in your butt like a lot of people would just automatically hear that or see that and be like oh that's gay but i don't think that that should be a thing it just could be your kink Mm-hmm. It just could be something that you're into. Most of the time, when people say that, them is the ones that be having their butt open. Like, they be oh, bent over, girl, legs <laughs> up. Oh, you ever? Oh, girl, I ain't even gonna go there. It just made me think of something like, oh, could you ever just coming out, dude, got his legs up, like, ah, uh, that's crazy. You know, I have an ally though. I feel like you know that was one of his kinks. He would never admit it to me, but hey. So in my notes, I got whip chains, handcuffs. Oh my, like we talk about all of that. We talk about latex suits and bondage and submission and all kind of stuff. Um, Ironically, we talked about me being in my head during sex a lot, which we just talked about again yesterday, Mm -hmm. you know, in one of our conversations. Um. We talked about edging, which was uh, pretty interesting to a lot of people. It was interesting to me. Edging, if you don't know, go back and listen to the episode, but I'll give y'all a brief description. Edging is basically when you are having sex with somebody and you are about you are you are about to the point of orgasm and they just stop whatever it is that they doing so that you don't come it's like they trying to control the orgasm um a lot of times people do it too so you can hold back your small orgasm so that you can get to a bigger one um so they'll stop doing whatever they're doing 
and then that's start awesome. back. That's awesome bullshit. So what you gotta wait like five to ten minutes and then start back? I mean, you don't gotta wait five to ten minutes, but you know what I'm saying? Like you just want them to you know what I'm saying, like calm down. Calm down and not you know what I'm saying? If you touch it, you know they're gonna come. So you gotta wait a little bit. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. it's a controlled situation. So and it's about like a lot of people use edging in like dominant and submissive situations where like, you know They're trying to control the submission. Yeah. Yeah. You. Where, you know, the whole point of it is to control the situation. So go back and listen to that one. That one was interesting. Um definitely interesting episode. So the next one, Sensual Vibes with Angel Walker. So in this episode, we brought on Angel Walker from our group, Brown Liquor Lesbian Conversations. Mm-hmm. Um, she came on with the sultry, sweet, sexy, midnight the whole vibe voice. <laughs> radio type. We thought that bitch was about to start sending off some vibes. Like, we're about to listen to Jill Scott next. <laughs> It was was cool though. I like that episode. That was one of my favorites. So in this episode, we talked about mental health awareness. um, And she talked to us about like her tease. She uh, uh, works with Total Life Changes um, and she sells teas. Um, We talked about both of us having issues with fibroids. If you are unaware if you're new here welcome mm-hmm. but i did have a situation with some fibroids last year i had that my surgery at the end of last year um and now i'm just recovering from that so we talked about that for a good little bit um and we talked about generational mental health like how you know she saw depression and anxiety in her grandmother and she ended up finding out her own anxiety issues resurface uh, later in in herself and um we talked about coping mechanisms like meditation and affirmations mm-hmm. so if those are things that you're into definitely Very check out episode. that episode um also i want to put this out there too because i know it's not mental health month anymore but if you are having issues with your anxiety and depression and uh, you feel like you don't have anyone to talk to, uh, please dial 1-800-662-HELP, H-E-L-P. Uh, that is one of the resources that she gave on the on the episode. And I just want to talk about this. Like, this is one of the things that we brought up in our like roundup where we just talk about our bullshit of our week and mm-hmm. all of that good stuff. Um, we mentioned how everybody was coming for Target for their pride collection. And I didn't know at the time that we recorded the episode that people were mainly talking about the bathing suits. Like apparently they had uh, they have trans bathing suits for kids for kids who identify as trans they have bathing suits that can hide their tuck or help them tuck a little smoother um and stuff like that now that i didn't know i when we went to target we saw the children's clothing and we just thought it was something that was like for parents who identify in the community um, and they want their children to have that same support. I didn't know that there were trans bathing suits for kids. However, I do feel like 
that's something that's needed. Like you have y'all see the little shows that be on TLC. What was the show becoming? Uh, what was what was the little girl's name? It was a little teenage girl. Like a long a couple years ago, she had a whole show on TLC, um, and she was a trans child, but she was like maybe 10 11 12 years old and and the show followed her the show followed her for a very long time um and i'm sure she didn't have no resource like that like a like a beta suit to help her hide her tuck you know what i mean like at the end of the day i feel like a lot of people feel like kids are too young to kind of make those type of decisions whether or not they are trans or not but at the end of the day you as a child or as an adult you know what you're feeling and you can't hide what you're feeling now whether you may change your mind later as you continue to get older that's different i would say as a child i don't think a child should have any major surgeries but you know what i'm saying if they're feeling like they identify something else like let your child explore that you never know what you what may come of it like i said they may change their mind as they get into teenagehood and young adulthood and all those other things and get into high school. But, like, it's children. Yeah. Like, let your child express themselves. Yeah, express themselves. What, exactly. What can happen. And I feel like sometimes, like, you're, like, you're right. We, as children, you do get overlooked on how you feel. Ah, oh, you you ain't young. You, you too young. You don't know what you feeling mm-hmm. yet. You know, and... That trauma that could traumatize a, a person, you know, coming up. Uh, it damaged them for life. Like then they grow up with all this resentment and hatred because they never felt like they were accepted or mm-hmm. could never really be themselves. And it, it's crazy that you said that because I was watching Bruce Jenner. Um, we all know who Bruce Jenner is. He's now Caitlyn. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I watched you know his story and he did like he went back and he said it because you know people joke like god damn it the kardashians did it again they done made bruce a woman they're cursed you know what i mean Mm -hmm. but that man felt like that years before he even met chris he wanted to come out in you know what i'm saying transition 10 years before that but was shot down when he was thinking about coming out and transitioning you know, he tried to tell his family and tried to tell his son that he had had. And he was breaking people's hearts. So he clammed back up and he went back into the person that they wanted him mm-hmm. to be. But he said that he always felt different. He always felt off. He always felt not weird, but out of place. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And now being 70, fuck that. He living in his truth. Right. You know what I'm saying? And he was, he was a very handsome man. Like I, I watched him do the Olympics and everything. It was a very interesting story, but it made me, you know, sit down and, and, and really be quiet because I was one of them. Like, God damn it, the Kardashians The Kardashians didn't have nothing to do with that. And, you know, from him going from one point to another transitioning his whole family had to deal with that, and then I felt bad because I remember pe- I remember paparazzi following him and chasing him down, and oh, you got your nails done, and like the man couldn't even breathe in transition, you know, in private mm-hmm. on his own to where he could enjoy it after hiding himself for so long. So, right, you know, shout out to Caitlyn. That was that was that was a really good show, really good show. 
Um, so the next episode of this season was Polly Wanna Know. And this episode was part two with Angel. And we on this episode, we talked about poly relationships. Now, again, if you are an avid listener of Brown Liquor, you know that we had a poly couple on back in season one or season two. I believe it was season two. Um, And we talked to them about their relationship. But this episode with Angel was way more informative uh, we got way more insight. We got way more definitions. We got a better understanding of what a poly relationship is. Like she dispelled the the uh, misconception about poly relationships being about sharing. It's more so about having individual relationships with the people that you decide to be in a relationship with. Mm-hmm. And your commitment style can be different to each person. So it was very informative. Um, If you are interested in poly relationships in any kind of way, if it's something that you feel like uh, you want to know more about, I suggest you listen to that episode. It was very informative. Um, And we learned a lot. We did. We We did because I, I still had some questions, but I feel like Angel really addressed all of them. Um, so that was a very good episode. Uh, the next one seems like you're ready. Oh, we used a lot of R. Kelly references. I didn't realize that. Because R. Kelly, that (laughs) dude, now he is all in his head, messed up. But he's a musical genius. You can't never take that away from me. Now, if we titled the episode, seems like you're ready. In parentheses, we put for home buying because (laughs) I knew that that's what people was going to (laughs) think. So in this episode, we interviewed realtor Akeisha Tarver from South Carolina. She's licensed in South Carolina and in Georgia. And we talked to her about the home buying process and we had her basically come through and uh, give us some tips on home buying, some tips and tricks for home buying and kind of dispel some of the myths about the home buying process, about the credit score and um, about the percent that you have to put down. We learned a lot from that episode, too, because I wasn't aware that if you are an entrepreneur and you have to do your taxes a different type of way, like as a sole proprietor, that it's better for you to not necessarily make everything, uh, claim everything as a write off, as a write off, because that can be that can hurt your home buying process. Um, Also, if you are in. If you are under contract, like if you're in escrow, it's not a good idea to open a line of credit if you're trying to buy furniture or, you know what I mean? Wait until your deal goes through. Yeah, wait until your deal goes through because Mm -hmm. then they can snatch it back, basically. Yeah. Um, And you be stuck out of your money. You can't get your down payment money back. And what are you going to do? Where are you going to go? Like that, those are things that you have to consider. Um, The difference in the loans. The FHA loans, we talked about that. The first time home buyer loans, we talked right. about that. Um, and Very just informative. Just how those work. Yeah, so we really did our best to bring y'all a, a great season this season. Like, mm-hmm. we had some really good informative interviews on this season. And um, 
we learned a lot and we hope you guys learned a lot as right. well yeah because that was good i'm getting ready to go and do my taxes now and i'm not there are certain things that i know for a fact that i can get deductions on and there's going to be a few that i do get to make sure that you know like i break even i don't want to have to pay any money out of pocket but also i don't want to do so many deductions that at the end of the day i made eighty, ninety thousand dollars a year, but I only cleared thirty. Like no, like right, that's what we're not gonna do. So y'all guys gotta listen to that um listen to that uh interview so that you can get the information and the correct information on how you want to go about doing your taxes. So when you do go to get your home, being an entrepreneur like myself, you're not sitting there looking dumb like damn I shouldn't have did this and I shouldn't have did that. Right. The information is out there. You ask if you don't take it. You know right. what I'm saying? And I have to tell myself that sometimes as well because I will try to skip steps. You can't skip steps, especially not with brown liquor. Come on, man. We got you. All the information is there. All we need you to do is listen. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, the next episode is Don't Miss Your Blessings, where we basically got into this internet beef that Naked Nikki was into with somebody in our group about signs and about zodiac signs. She went in on me. Like this episode was it was supposed to be something that was just a brief conversation and it ended up being a whole episode. episode yeah. Because we just had so much to share and basically at the end of the day the gist of that episode is like don't miss your blessings trying to be so caught up in what society or astrology astrology says a person is or says their character is like if you listen to the episode you'll hear me talk about me dating somebody who had the same birthday as as nikki and we're two separate two completely different individuals Mm -hmm. and if i was to judge her based off of that my experience with that person we wouldn't be together we would not be together. Would have missed your whole blessing. And here we are three years later. You right. know what I mean? So, like, at the end of the day, I feel like a person, and I said this on the episode, a person is going to do whatever they're willing to do, whatever they need to do to make a relationship work, mm-hmm. regardless of their sign. Right. Regardless of whatever type of relationship it is, whether it's a romantic relationship, a friendship, uh, whether it's mother and daughter, father and son, father and daughter, whatever it is. Like, if you're asking somebody to do the work, so that they can show up for you in a way that you need them to. If they really want to make that relationship work, they're going to do it. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, they don't care. And it's right. not important to them. Mm-hmm. That's that's it. Point blank, period. Point blank, period. Um, that's it. That's all. Yeah. And like, don't be out here judging people based on like astrology. Like some of that stuff is right. But some of it can be flexible. Mm-hmm. depending on the person and their experiences like everybody has a different background everybody grew up different like so it's not set in stone so yeah watch people that judge other people based on astrology just be be careful of that right because i did like i reached out to her like man like we should hang out like i am an awesome human being you know what i'm saying but yeah like i said she cut me down at the knees oh you a scorpio you've been to jail before you's a liar you's a sneak i was like oh shit mm-hmm. wait a minute mm-hmm. i said shit homie like i have been locked up every scorpio i know been locked up oh 
if there's any Scorpios out there, I know there has to be one that wasn't locked up. <laughs> right. I know we all wasn't, you know what I'm saying, incarcerated. Right. Shit, my daddy was a Scorpio. I don't think he ever landed his ass in jail. And he was crazy. <laughs> But anywho, y'all know how that shit go. It was. It was a good episode. I was in my feelings a little bit. And I uh, and I uh, did really try to reach out to, to, to old girl. But she would not. Like, she said no. She said she would not be friends with me. Yeah. Um. So, yeah. Just don't miss your blessings, man. You never know. And I am a, and I am a blessing because I'm a cool person. I'm not right about everything, but I ain't wrong about everything either. Right. And I am like I'm a good person to network with, like all the way around. Um, I did like I felt I, I felt bad. Yeah, I did. I felt. Um, and then the last episode or episode. last week's episode. Um, uh oh, this was the this, kicker. This was the kicker. This is the one where we really got vulnerable with y'all. We really mm-hmm. let y'all into our relationship, and I did it because I wanted y'all to see that. Even though we're celebrating three years together and we talk about how much we love each other and all the great things that happen in our relationship and all the great things that happen for us individually, it is not all rainbows and butterflies. It is not all cupcakes and confetti. Like, no. We really do have problems and issues just like any other relationship. But I will say the things that we argue about are simple they're not it's not about disrespect it's -hmm. not about cheating it's Mm -hmm. not about you know what i'm saying going too far or what have you like our our arguments really do be simple i feel like a a lot of our arguments come into play when at the end of the day we just feel that we i need you to show up yeah and at and at that time if we're not showing up for each other at that moment and we can't make it make sense then that's where the argument comes at mm-hmm. and i i seen that within our last argument that we did have that uh you know created the episode our last episode before this one that we had last week and it was it was very good a very good episode and we give away a lot of information that is real, you know. Um, you know, like you can't get mad at your mate if you're not explaining to them where you are at mentally. Right. You know what I'm saying? And you have to allow that person to express themselves to you too in a relationship. And I feel like that's where we bumped heads at in our uh, last episode. Mm. Babe didn't allow me to express myself. And I didn't express myself. When I tried to, the communication had shut down because everybody was already angry. Mm-hmm. And and that's what kind of like caused us to miss a week. And it could have probably been avoided. I, I still say that we probably would have took the hiatus and, you know what I'm saying, took the bye week. But it could have been handled a lot better if the right. communication was there. That's going to carry us over into next season because next season, I definitely want to talk about hitting below the belt. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And um, We talked you, about that. Yeah. When you do have arguments, what's appropriate to say and what's not appropriate, to, uh, what's not appropriate because believe me, like that's your mate. If you are in love with that person, sometimes you can spend a bag in which your tongue actually cut 
it does, deeper. Yeah, it's deeper. Like it, it, and it it's like it's no matter how much money you spend or whatever you try to do after you said the things that you said. That's always gonna stick with a person. Mm-hmm. It may it may be in the back of their mind, but they're gonna remember. That's mm-hmm. that's one of the things that's harder to forget. So yeah, we definitely plan to touch on that next season. And yeah. it's not just so uh, about us. I don't feel like we get to that point where we hit below the belt, but we just know that in some arguments and in some situations there are times where that happens. I've been, I've been in that right. Situation. I've been in it too. Um, and we and been. several in several. On several different occasions. Mm-hmm. And from me being in those type of situations. And you know. I've, 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 I've hit below the belt too. Trying to protect myself too. You know what I'm saying? Like I've definitely done it. I'm not innocent. But in this day and age. In our relationship. Everything that I've been through prior to that. I make sure that I. Yeah. I take that breath. And you've seen me like. Mm-hmm. Literally take that breath. Because No. God damn it. I know the tongue hurts. I've been in, you know, arguments with people. I would have rather them just punch me in the face than to talk to me how they talk to me. Sure. Woo. Yeah, that's something that we definitely (laughs) going to talk on and know. Like, that's something that we're not doing. I'm not doing that in this relationship that I have. Because I never want you to look at me like that. Mm -hmm. I never want you to look at me like, God damn, babe. Like, you really said that to me. That's how you really feel. I never want to see that look on your face. Mm-hmm. I never want to put that hurt on your heart. Mm-hmm. Never. We'll work through it. I don't give a fuck how mad I how mad I am. And it makes me, you know, regulate what it is that I that I say, especially like what I'm drinking. But anywho, I don't want to give. Whew, <laughs> whew, I'm about to start giving shit away, baby. We gotta we gotta shut this down. Is yeah. This, is this the last this the last review? That's the episode? last one. So girl. Tune in for next season because I'm already getting started. Yeah. So, like I said, y'all, we made it to the end of this season. Mm-hmm. We are 60 episodes in. We're 40 away from 100. I thank you guys for listening every season because it means so much to me. Um, because this is my dream. This is something that I am very passionate about. And you hear me say that a lot throughout the, the episodes. And you'll will continue to hear me say that because I want to I want us to be able to reach the masses. At the end of the day, it's all about helping each other and building each other up. And in this community, we have a lot of things that can consistently keep us down. So brown liquor is something somewhere where you could come, you could have a drink, you could laugh and bullshit with us, you could kick the shit with us, but we also going to give you this good information. Mm -hmm. And we also going to give you some good LGBT plus community resources that you can use to better your life, buy a house, you know what I'm saying whatever it is that you whatever level of your life that you're in you know what I mean take care of your body yeah take care of your body take care of your mind Mm -hmm. Um, relationship advice like whatever it is that's like that's what we're here for so again I hope you share this episode with somebody who can use this good information Uh, reach out to us while we're on break join our group brown liquor lesbian conversations because we will still be posting in the group Mm -hmm. um we will still be very active um and you'll see me doing some videos and some things on the tiktoks trying to you know engage more people bring more people in because i do 
think we're still shadow banned. But that's a whole other story. We might have to do an episode on that. We're definitely going to do an episode on the Terrible Twos. So that's two episodes for next season. Um, And yeah, it's been great. It's been good. But we got to get out of here right now because we got to go to bed. Hell yeah. Bet you I'm tired. Yeah, we got to go to bed. We got <laughs> That's because I was drunk as hell last night, though, y'all. Yeah. Our anniversary we, was lit. <laughs> we got trips coming up. We do. We I'm do. going back home to spend my sister's 40th birthday with her, uh, as well as just checking on some other family and friends. Um, so yeah, You better reach out to Pops, and we send some money up there, not for my ribs. I'm going to need Shell oh, starts Lord, smoking Jesus. my shit. <laughs> <laughs> or, or, or what does she do first first she soak them she soak them in the vodka in the Listen, bed, right? i don't know what Girl, she do to the yeah. ribs but we gonna have to make sure to check in with my dad to see yeah, tomorrow make sure we get our ribs on point yes um i'll make sure to do that I just for my slab. baby yeah um but anyways we gonna get out of here like i said season six it is a wrap Please share this episode these episodes with someone who can benefit from this information Check back in with us in a month. We'll be back at the beginning of August and we'll see how it goes from there, y'all. All right. All right, y'all. We are out. We are signing we are out, out for out. season six. Hey. Season six, it is a wrap. Mm. Mm. Hold that back. Come on. Clink them glasses real quick. What Bitch, we, we did it. We did it again. All right. Mm. Sip that. All right, y'all. We out. See y'all in about a month and come back and enjoy. Like I said, more brown liquor greatness. Peace. <laughs> Thank you for tuning in to this week's episode. Make sure you check back in with us every Saturday for new episodes. Follow us on all of our social media for updates and events. And make sure you rate and review this episode wherever you're listening. If you have an event coming up and you need hosts for your event, hit us up. We just might be open and available. Make sure you share this episode with anybody that can use the information and insight that we shared in this episode. And stay tuned for more Brown Liquor Greatness.